Having agency is defined as the capacity of individuals to act independently and to make their own free choices. Tune in to get an inside look at the inspiring uphill climb of businesswomen from around the world. I'm your host, Cheryl Gillihan, and this is Woman-Owned Agency. Today, I'm so excited to have Stacey Edelstein with me. Uh, she and I met through some joint communities that we're in together, and I know that you have been running Raygun for about 12 years now, and that's quite a journey. A lot has changed over those 12 years. So please, if you would give us a little introduction to yourself. Sure. Well, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I always love to share great conversations about creativity and business and, and all of that. So it's such an honor. Um, so yeah, Reagan, we've, we've been around for, for a minute. Um, so we got our start uh, back in Brooklyn. Um, I had met my partner while working at a nonprofit called StoryCorps, uh, which I'm not sure if you're an NPR fan, uh, but there's a weekly broadcast on NPR. It's an oral history project. Uh, so we had met working in-house there and had started, you know, collaborating on creative projects, working on the website, creating marketing materials for the organization. And slowly but surely, we kind of started to take on some freelance work on the side. Um, and, you know, kind of anyone who needed a website logo, you know, we were happy to do it. And eventually, we kind of built up uh, enough of a roster of clients and we left and uh, started working on Raygun full-time. Uh, so really, I think the genesis of the studio came from um, just this really deep love of storytelling and being able to use design and technology to share stories that, you know, wouldn't necessarily get shared otherwise. Um, and, and that's really kind of the inspiration for, um, you know, why we started Raygun and kind of what we're still doing to this day. Well, I love StoryCorps. I didn't know that about you and your Yay. background. So <laughs> for those that don't know, and since that was kind of the genesis of where all this came from, um, tell us a little bit about StoryCorps and like the purpose of that. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so StoryCorps was founded um, by Dave Isay. He is a a very well-known radio documentarian that had been working uh, with the medium or radio to um, tell the stories of everyday people. And Dave's focus was always about, um, you know, finding those stories that aren't being covered in mainstream media or stories of folks that may be overlooked because of, you know, who they are and, and what they do, their choices, um, things like that. So uh, when he created StoryCorps, it was really all about trying to um, record the stories of everyday people, preserve them and share them out to the world through broadcast partners like NPR and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Um, so StoryCorps' mission is to do just that. So uh, all across the country, folks are invited to come in to uh, a StoryCorps recording booth. It's free. You get 45 minutes to record uh, an interview or a story with someone that you love. And so the idea is that, you know, they, StoryCorps creates this really safe, um, quiet space for you to sit across from, you know, someone like your grandmother or your best friend or, you know, your coworker. And you get to ask them the questions that maybe we don't get a chance to ask every day. 
And so at the end of that recording, you get to keep a copy and another copy gets archived at the Library of Congress. Um, and then each week uh, there are edited clips from, you know, the thousands of stories that get collected every year. Um, an edited clip will be uh, broadcast uh, on the radio. Um, every, you know, all, all of those recordings are available online. There's also an animated series. Um, so it's, it's really just this beautiful project that is rooted in, um, you know, really preserving and sharing the voices of, of everyday people. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun listen, storycore.org. Um, do check out the stories there. Yeah. And it is yeah. really, truly a great mission. Um, and mm -hmm. it's an important message to tell people like everybody has a story, right? Right. And, mm -hmm. and I try to recognize that when um, a business comes to me and says, well, our story is just not that compelling. And I was like, I bet it is. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's really, it, it's sad when you hear that, right? Because I think, you know, we're, we're in, in kind of the dominant culture, I think in our country is so focused on celebrity and, you know, just these wild stories that get attention, but there's so, so many beautiful moments in our everyday that are worth sharing that are worth listening to. And I think it's so important if we can, you know, especially as business owners and especially as, you know, facilitators of, um, strategy meetings and, you know, all of that, we can kind of bring that lens and um, that reminder that, yes, you have a story to tell and, and that it, it, it's meaningful. Um, and then, you know, I think that's part of what Reagan really tries to do with our clients as well is not only honor that, but also figure out, well, what's the best way to tell it, right? So that people are going to listen, that it's going to stand out amongst you know all the noise and and everything out there so i'm always so excited when i meet a story core fan because you know you just get it you <laughs> so i appreciate that i appreciate that a lot and so yeah. they've evolved into different mediums how do you kind of um bring that out for the businesses that you work with like is there a better medium does it vary from client to client how does that work um from a mm -hmm. ray gun side of things Sure. Yeah. You know, I think that we are always trying to think about how we can use new mediums and try new things as a way to communicate, you know, the message that our clients are trying to send out. Um, I think that it's, it's always worth exploring what's out there and trying, trying new things because you never know when you're going to hit on something just so impactful or just give yourself that space that creative space to think about well what else you know what if you know we we tried something new um so i i lately have been trying to sort of encourage some clients to get into the podcast space although i know this is a medium that has been around for a long time it's not necessarily something that everyone embraces because as you know it takes a lot right to mm -hmm. produce something worth listening to um, so trying to encourage our clients, if they've only been on social media, if they've only been kind of, you know, email and Instagram, well, can you use the medium of audio and radio and, and think about ways to create, you know, an, an engaging, um, piece of content that maybe you haven't tried before. It might present opportunities to tell the story in a much different way. 
So I, I really love that. Um, I also really am encouraging a lot of clients to think about um, community building in, you know, in, in real life, like through events, how they can use um, gatherings like, um, you know, talks and workshops and um, outreach with the community and in new ways to bring people in, you know, it's, we spend so much time in these digital spaces, what else can we do to, to bring people together to remind us of, you know, our, what we all share and our common humanity. Um, and so I, I really try to encourage people, don't forget about those face-to-face -face components, um, you know, because I think that can really go a long way to building relationships that are meaningful and will last a, you know, a long time. Yeah. It's really scary to get into a new medium. I know that it took my team about two or three years to get me oh, into podcasting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what, it wasn't you... something I was comfortable with. Okay. What, what was kind of challenging for you or scary for you? I think that I felt like <clears throat> podcasts were very, uh, me talking to myself. It's, it's how it felt. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't envision it in this format where I was interviewing somebody, which is mm -hmm. so much more conversational and it can go anywhere. And I love that about this format. Um, when it was like, get on a podcast, share your learnings from the day. I just couldn't get myself to do it. Of course, mm -hmm. I had things that I wanted to share, but um, text was much easier for me. And writing is a format that I'm more comfortable with. And so actually getting on a recording with my face or even with my voice and sharing my learnings was just really challenging. I felt like I was talking to myself, even though I knew I was putting it out there for other people, mm -hmm. it felt very awkward. And so what we started doing initially was I had a team member who, when we hosted workshops with um, clients, so for example, you're talking about like use those in-person moments, she would actually start recording at random times to, to kind of capture some insights. And, you know, it wasn't planned. It was just kind of, if we catch it, we catch it. If we don't, we don't. Um, and just getting some of the recordings and, and started that way. Because there are mm -hmm. definitely things that come out in those interactions. And that's so much easier for me in person. I'm fine. Um, but on video, it was just so daunting. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, yeah. This this idea of doing like a woman-owned agency and just interviewing other women, I thought, well, I can do that. <laughs> right. Well, right. Because it sometimes it really takes that um, that moment of like, oh, th this is what interests me. This is what is going to get me so excited to say yes to this. And it takes a little digging sometimes, right? But it does. you know, um, I think, and that's that's something I try to actually remind myself a lot is that. Um, you know, even if it takes a couple tries, even if it takes a couple, you know, experimentations with the format, you know, eventually you're going to land on something you're so excited about and that you're going to say yes to all the time. But if that doesn't happen right away, that's okay too, because it's all practice, right, for what mm -hmm. comes next. So um, I love that you had that openness and willingness to try, because I think, especially sharing these stories, our stories for others to hear and to learn from. I mean, I think this is so important to, you know, advancing equity and equality in, in our industry, which is, you know, still very lacking. 
um, in terms of female leadership. So um, I think it's it's such an important cause. So good for you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So going back to you, um, how did you get, you mentioned StoryCorps and that kind of led mm -hmm. to Ray Gunn, but let's go way back. Like even before StoryCorps, did you envision yourself owning a business one day? Like, was that always in the plan somewhere? I think in the back of my head, yes. My um, my dad has always been an entrepreneur and small business owner since um, since I could remember. So for him, um, or for me rather, growing up and sort of seeing him um, take the helm and and lead, you know, groups of people and and you know have his own office and he had a warehouse that he used to take us to on the weekends. And my sister and I would you know, it was very empty and, and he had to get work done. So he let us loose in the office. So we got to, you know, go have fun looking through, you know, all the cabinets and racing wheelie chairs <laughs> down, the, down the warehouse aisles and things like that. So I always had a very positive, I think, outlook on, um, you know, entrepreneurship and, and small business ownership. So I think, that to me felt like a natural road to go. Um, and so, you know, the thing is though, I didn't, you know, go to business school. I didn't go to design school, um, but I think those things eventually found me and, and I answered that calling um, because it's not, it's, it's not an easy road, right? It's, it's, it's tough, but it's also highly rewarding and, gives me the opportunity to explore other, you know, creative endeavors and, and ideas and projects that I don't know that I would necessarily have the space for, you know, if I were in a different, if I went a different route. Um, yeah. So it's, it's part of our family history, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great that you yeah. had that model. And yeah. so there wasn't necessarily a huge, I don't want to say there wasn't fear going into it, but you, you saw the rewards of it mm -hmm. having grown up with it. Um, mm -hmm. So that's really nice. I've, I've felt the mm -hmm. same thing. It is really hard. It's very daunting. Um, and there are days when I'm just like, I just need to find a job and get yeah, out of this. <laughs> <laughs> but then right? I think yeah. about where our family is now and the things that we get to do together and some of the experiences we get to have. And I think, you know, like, oh, well, we wouldn't have been able to take that trip because I just right. would have had to ask mm -hmm. off work and there would have been so many things to navigate and it would have just mm -hmm. been, I would have just put it off. And I think that when I was working for somebody else, I tended never to take vacation because I knew mm -hmm. that when I came back, there was just so much waiting for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. Whereas yeah. now I'm more likely to say like, oh my gosh, I work all the time because it's always on my brain. I mm -hmm. have to take vacation. Right. It's almost yes. like a self-care requirement at this point. Absolutely. I think that's so huge when, when, you know, we think about um, what does it take to be a great leader and a great business owner, it is having that balance and, and finding that harmony of, you know, what do you need as a person, you know, in addition to what do you need as, as a business owner. So I think that's something I'm always checking in with myself about, you know, is this, am I feeling imbalanced or am I, you know, am I struggling and, and do I need to take a beat and really reevaluate and think about that? Um, because we have to, everyone's kind of relying on us, right? There's, there's a lot of pressure, but, um, 
you know, that's how diamonds are made, right? Isn't there like that saying or something like that? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's huge. Yeah. Taking vacation, you got to do it, right? Even if it's a day, even if it's take Friday off, you know, I think that can help with that reset and that re-energizing that we need all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love so that. tell me a little bit more about the stories that you have gotten to experience with the projects that you've worked on. Cause I know that you've worked on some cool projects. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, for us at Reagan, our focus is really helping, um, you know, bold causes tell their story. And, and by that it's, it's really also about telling the stories of the communities that are um, benefiting and thriving as a result, you know, of, of the work of, of our clients. Um, so some of our recent favorite projects have been um, with our client, the California Endowment, um, which is uh, the state's largest private health foundation. Um, and so their focus is really all about um, social justice and health justice and, you know, creating a California where, you know, no matter who you are, where you're from, or um, your orientation or origin, you know, California is a place where anyone can can belong and, and should belong and, and should have the means to thrive. And obviously, we're, you know, there's, there's a lot wrapped up in that. But, you know, I think the, the effort of um, the endowment to create space to tell the stories of um, people in California and celebrate um, all of the diversity and um, you know different types of, of people that live here um, has been something that we've been a part of uh, for the last year and a half. So working with them to create campaigns that do just that, that really celebrate um, who we are as Californians. And um, through that process, we've um, created video series that um, you know are, are anything from day in the life of uh, different grassroots organizers from you know the northern part of the state through central down to Southern California where we are. Um, so uh, really creating those profiles of people as told by them. So not you know it's not told through the perspective of the endowment, but rather we're helping them to pass the mic to people who are on the ground doing really amazing work in their communities. Um, and as a result, the folks who have participated in these videos, who participated in our campaigns, you know, again, the everyday people who are doing such great work, um, they've experienced this amazing um, just sense of empowerment, sense of agency, because you know, they're, again, going back to StoryCorps, they're being told, you know, they're, they're, that their stories matter, that they deserve to have a voice and by the endowment extending the mic and what we say, passing the mic and turning up the volume on the stories of everyday people, um, it's really creating this beautiful ecosystem of, um, of media and representation um, that we don't necessarily get to see anywhere else. So uh, to have been participating in that with them, you know, again, over the last year and a half has been hugely um, transformative, I think, for, um, for all of us participating in it. And I think for the endowment um, themselves as well, because we really are understanding what can we do with these amazing resources and how can we, um, you know, really 
start to shift culture through this process of, of storytelling. So anyway, so yeah, so that's something I've been um, just, just blown away by the, you know, the partnership with the endowment, um, the willingness of people to step up and share their stories to put their real their own face on a billboard and and stand up for you know what they believe in i mean it's there's so much courage in in sharing these you know sharing your voice and things like that that um yeah it's been great so it's taught me a lot too i think um about what makes a great story and how to make people feel comfortable enough to to step up and and do that um so i'm happy to share actually some you know some assets and and graphics and things with you too with um with the listeners so that they can kind of see what um what it means to be you know in a state that welcomes people no matter who they are yeah. that's really incredible really incredible mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i have two questions related to that first um specifically what was you your team's role in kind of participating in that? Is it the marketing aspect? Is it the recording of the stories? Like what were the different services you actually provided at Raygun for that? Sure, yeah. So um, kind of a, a range, mostly on the on the creative side. So um, starting with um, concepting and, um, you know, helping um, sort of translate the, clients um, goals and sort of strategic vision into a campaign that would help them um, best communicate their message and their vision for, you know, for California. Um, so we kind of helped in the early stages of figuring out, okay, what is it that we, we want to say? Why are we saying this? And what form could it take um, when we put it out there? So uh, that included um, writing, um, uh, design, layout, uh, production. Um, we also did participate in the photo shoots and video shoots uh, to provide those teams with, you know, the creative direction and art direction that would, you know, allow us to then pull everything together. Um, and then our studio doesn't, you know, do um, you know marketing uh, kind of like marketing execution or anything like that? But we do provide that you know design and and sort of strategy partnership with our clients, so that as their teams kind of take the assets and and start you know um, putting it out into the world, that you know we can be there to help make sure you know this is staying on brand, staying on message, and uh, creating additional assets as needed. Um, so yeah, so it was really a little bit of, of everything along the way. So, um, and what I really love about in particular working with the endowment too, is that they have several different agency partners that they tap depending on the area of specialty that they need. So, and I really love that approach, um, because it allows small businesses like ourselves to be able to work on some, you know, pretty large projects. Um, but we don't have to take all of the work on ourselves. We can learn from and collaborate with other agencies who might specialize in something that we don't. And so I think the end result for the client in particular is, is so much greater because they get the benefit of 
um, lots of different, you know, creative people and their expertise um, and this, you know, willingness to collaborate that um, I think just results in, in a much better outcome. Um, so that's, that's something that's been really exciting for us to see and, and learn along the way. Yes, I agree. When you can get that collective alliance of partners together mm -hmm. and they're willing to collaborate and work together, I think that just creates magic. It's been really beautiful in some of our projects as well. So my second okay. question related to this project specifically is you've been doing this for a long time, like, and there's been so many stories told as a Californian yourself, how has this like transformed you like personally? and impacted mm -hmm. you kind of in your personal life? Have you seen any like awareness or changes or um, things that have impacted you? Oh, I just got little chills when you asked that. What a great question. I love that. Um, absolutely. I think that, you know, for me, it's, it's always been a reminder to listen, right? Listening is at the heart of um, you know, creating understanding between people for, um, for, you know, reminding ourselves that there's so much more in common than that, that we have in common. And it's so important to honor that through listening and just really taking a beat, you know? Um, and so I think that's been this, this huge reminder for me, um, that it's, it's so important to take the time to, to listen and understand. I don't have to be the first one that speaks. Um, and I think that's actually a huge strength. I think also reinvigorated me in a, in a lot of ways in terms of like fighting for the causes that I believe in and um, really making sure that I'm creating, continuing to create space within my own community for, for people to not only share their stories, but reminding people as well, you also need to just listen. Um, so I think that's that's been really impactful for me personally because I do a lot of you know organizing, um, just not you know it's kind of adjacent to Reagan, but it's also just me. Um, that I think that's been important to to carry into into my work, um, especially recognizing you know when when we are asking people to stand up and share, you know we need to also be at the same time creating safe spaces for people to do so and ensuring that we're not um creating any harm along the way so i think all of it together has um been a really exciting uh journey and, and evolution for me personally and and i hope to you know continue to share that with people um you know going forward so yeah you and i are so very aligned on our values yeah. and the things that yeah. we care about <laughs> That's awesome. I think that's I what it. makes this so much easier. Um, yeah, I love it too. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. want to know more about what you said just a minute ago. Uh, you said it's ray gun, but it's also just me. Mm -hmm. And I have had that conflict of thinking um, a lot to try to figure mm -hmm. out like what is me representing my company and what is me just being me and do I always just represent my company even when I'm being me mm -hmm. <laughs> and trying mm -hmm. to figure out is there actually a delineation there or is it all just the same thing and how have you kind of reconciled that thinking of like what 
what is the company and where does that line separate? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like where, where does Reagan end? Where do I begin? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, gosh, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's a good one. I, I want to think about this one a little bit more too, because maybe what I say today might not be true in, in a little bit and that's okay too. Right. That's Sometimes okay. that's, that's awesome. Like when we, um, can look back on things and be like, huh, that's cute, but that's not true. Or, you know, or that's changed. And I think that's fine. So, you know, for me, I, I have typically traditionally always wanted to have a bit of separation between business and personal, even though so much of it overlaps and so much of it is influenced by the other one. Something my um, mentor, um, taught me and, and loves to reinforce is it's, it's a both and, right? It can be, it can be both and, and it's okay if sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's a little different today than it is tomorrow. I don't know. So things are fluid, but um, I, I do think it is important to have that, uh, you know, have that space to sort of explore as a person, your own interests or, um, if there is a creative calling that you have the space to explore that that's not necessarily tied to the um, the business or, um, you know, sometimes stifled, I think a little bit by the business too. Um, you know, for instance, I, uh, within the last maybe year or so, um, have been exploring um, coaching, speaker coaching as kind of a, a side gig that's you know, you're hiring me, you're not necessarily hiring Reagan, but the work that I do with coaching and helping people um, to better tell their story more on a stage, let's say, or, you know, by, you know, usually I'm prepping people to, to give a talk. Um, a lot of those skills still transfer over to the work that we're doing with our clients. So it's, it's not this like, you know, huge delineation, but um, I do also think it's important for us to be able to explore things outside of our business so that we can, um, you know, we can learn new skills and maybe bring a new perspective to the work that ultimately benefits everybody. Um, because I also think to that, do, and, and I will say by doing that, it's allowed me to explore elements of like my identity or my interests um, that help me rise above maybe some challenges I've been having with the business and help me find a little bit of lightness um, when things might be a little tricky with the business. And so I think having that sort of multidimensional identity can can really help us, especially in times of, of struggle and challenge, because I'm not Reagan and Reagan is not me, but we can coexist together, um, if that makes sense. I don't that know. How total do you sense. How do you approach it? Yeah, it's <laughs> so such an interesting question. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love everything that you said. And um, like you, my partner and I are in business together as well. And mm-hmm. I was so angry at the DMV last month. Like, so I'm still <laughs> angry about it. I mean, like yesterday in the car, I was like, it's just so ridiculous. People can be smarter than the computers. <laughs> Um, I was ranting and raving about it. And I was like, I just feel like calling them out on every social media platform and writing letters to my congressman. And Mm -hmm. Mm I was very frustrated. And he goes, yeah, I don't think calling them out on social media is on brand for you. (laughs) 
That's not on brand. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, but part of it is that the reason Cause Labs is what it is, is because I am what I am, right? And I have mm. certain values that I kind of uphold. And I think he's right to an extent, like me calling out the DMV. I mean, everybody's angry with the DMV. We have been for decades. <laughs> but ever since it's, it's existence, right? Mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> um, it can be a challenge, yeah. And so he's right. Like, I'm just frustrated right now. It isn't really me to like go out and <laughs> rant about them, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I was thinking about like, okay, well, is he meaning like on Cause Labs brand because I'm representing Cause Labs or like on my brand? <laughs> mm, and yes. it's interesting to like recognize that there is so much the same about the two brands because I have formed the company in the image of what I want it to be, right? Mm -hmm. And of course it takes a life of its own when there's a team kind of co-creating with you, but mm -hmm. you tend to hire a team that also has the same values and Absolutely. fits with that, right? And we work with clients that align with our values and everything is sort of value centric. And so yep. this company brand feels so tied to my personal brand. So I love that you listed an example that was very related, like speaker coaching, mm -hmm. because there are things like that, that I enjoy doing just on my own that is not related to the company. Mm -hmm. But I do kind of feel like our brands are synonymous. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, and, and I think that's, and that's not a bad thing, right? I think that um, when, you know, we have a really, when, when business leaders in particular have a really strong sense of values are really driven by values can lead with that and can help, you know, ensure a really positive culture can, can be cultivated, you know, amongst the team. Um, you know, I think that's, that's really positive. Um, and, and that's a good thing. I think where, you know, us as leaders being able to take care of ourselves also and and feel like we can have the space to be a person that's that's separate from the business and that is actually okay and that is also a good thing you know i think that just creates um opportunity for kind of more well-rounded practices that you know give us a little bit of breathing room and not so much pressure to always be on and always be you know the perfect whatever um, that's kind of how I'm, I'm seeing it these days is, is just, you know, providing, providing some space, some breathing room that I think is, is really necessary. Cause if not, I think it could get a little bit stifling. I don't know, or just a little bit much. <laughs> well, and also you bring up the, the fact of, um, that is another good point of, I run this business with my husband. And so I'm literally, yes, I'm all wrapped up in all of it all the time, but we also set boundaries of, of, we've always been so good at like 5 PM. Well, you know, 6 PM, maybe we, you know, we knock off for the day. Right. And if we're sitting together and we're having a conversation, that's like not interrupted by our daughter who we love and I love her so much. Um, you know, if we're sitting and having a conversation you know, and it starts to trickle into work, we, we always say like, okay, this is our couple's time. This is our time, personal time together. 
that is separate from the business because, you know, we have things we want to talk about that aren't the business. And so we've always been really good about setting those boundaries and setting those expectations and agreements with each other so that, you know, again, our relationship isn't necessarily defined by the business. The business is part of it, but it's not the whole of it. Right. So, um, yeah. And, and so I think, you know, kind of going back to if we can do that as a couple, you know, we should be able to do that, um, for ourselves personally, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I'd go crazy if I was always on. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like for celebrities who have the paparazzi following them around and they always have to be yeah. a celebrity, <laughs> you know? know? That is, yeah, that is not my journey. And, and I, I would not wish on anyone like that. That's just, that's nuts. But, you know, I guess it's, that's some people's job too. It's, it's, mm-hmm kind of wild. So, um, you know, I think, yeah, I think I landed in, in the right spot for me. <laughs> health That's wise. Mental health wise too. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, this was such a fascinating conversation and I just want to keep going. Um, I have so many questions for you and I know that we'll just continue our discussion, but for the recording, um, would love to know if there are any women-owned agencies that you work with and partner with, or that you would love to work with and haven't worked with yet that you would like to give any shout outs to. Ooh, love that question. Yes. Well, um, my, my first immediate, um, folks that popped into my head are my San Diego crew here, um, who, uh, San Diego is such a collaborative, um, creative city. And, um, I really appreciate, um, the, especially the women owned, um, agencies here who have supported me and who are always advocating for us and are just such a great, um, great folks to have in your corner. So, uh, Jen Dirks at Warfin, um, Kim and Reva at Alpha Charlie, um, there's Jamie, um, and also her husband, Kareem at Mixty Communications, who, um, we actually often partner together on work and, and I would love to keep working with them too. So Jamie, if you're listening, <laughs> that's, that's for you. Um, and I'm sure there's so many that I'm, I'm forgetting and, and I will remember after this, but, um, those are some folks I've been in touch with recently who've just been um, outstanding partners. Um, and then, yeah, I've always been, um, really, I've always admired, uh, Teal Media out of New York and Big Deck, um, who are also great cause-driven, um, organizations that, that I really love and, and respect and look up to, um, and learn from them a lot because they're producing some really great thought leadership for, you know, the, the cause industry that, um, I think it's so important to lift up and, and support. Um, so yeah, those those are the folks that, that come to mind now, but I'm sure I'll, I'll remember more. Maybe I can send them <laughs> send them over to you too. Oh, we and can of send course, them over. Main, Mangrove, yeah, Mangrove, who connected us, who are incredible um, web development partners uh, with us too, and just really appreciate Maya and, and, uh, and her team what they stand for as well. Yeah, Maya's fantastic. All right, well, any others that you think of, you can send over, we'll put it into the show notes um, and get those edited in. 
All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. This was awesome. And I, Stacey, I loved getting to meet you and learning more about Reagan. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it and love what you're doing. And, and I hope we can keep collaborating. So thank you. Sounds great.